you know Our Town Reno and The Biggest Little Streets Instagram have a podcast? Yeah, it's part of the overall Our Town Reno Street Reporting Collective. The podcast has interviews of heroes and sheroes of Reno. It looks into our unaffordable housing crisis and efforts to hashtag help each other out. It also has Keep Reno Rad interviews with local artists. Find it wherever you get your podcasts by looking for Our Town Reno. Our Town Reno. What's up, Up of the Mixers? We've got another ad from a friend of the show. And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. Katie Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. Katie Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire. This is Ian, a.k.a. What son, aka Michael K. Y'all listening to what you listening to? Up in the mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R. This is Caesar, a.k.a. Della Photo, Captain Kula, Mr. Brunch, that Bobby with the dad body, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and tracksuit puppy. <laughs> we are back this Saturday for an, with another brand new episode. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Sean? Um, it, was, it was an interesting week. You know, it's starting to get to. It's been a couple of years since I've gotten to the because you know, I had taught summer school, so I forgot. You know, like once you get into summer, you kind of lose track of a little free. You don't know what day it is. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's been nice. Yeah, although, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about the end of the week. Mm-hmm. But how was your week? It was good. Uh, went to uh, the Warriors parade. You know, with the family, which was awesome. And yeah, like Leah did great. She's three years old. I thought it'd be a little bit harder, but she didn't want to get carried that much. She just wanted to walk. Well, she probably loved all the people. Yeah, all the, she like was like making friends with stimulus. kids. Yeah, making friends with kids, and it was good. I don't know if you guys know this about Caesar's daughter, but she likes attention. Yeah. And she likes to, <laughs> you know, yeah. show off for people. Mm-hmm. When, and yeah, you like know. Most three-year-olds. Yeah. You know, and like proud dad shit, we're like walking the hills in San Francisco had her backpack full of her diapers and like snacks and stuff. And mom was just like, want me to help you with the bag? She's like, no, I got it. And just like grabbed onto her straps and just trekking up the hill with us. Like just held her hands across the street. Nice. Like, you know, it was good. Yeah. That was like my local story, you know, proud dad shit. <laughs> mm. And the Warriors are champions. Mm-hmm. Haters. Yeah. Still. It was, it was good. It was a little hot. A lot of people, you know, I avoided the beginning of the parade because there were so many people there and with Leia would have been worse so we were like towards the end and it wasn't that much but it was still kind of crowded but it was still fun like, you, yeah you guys missed the part where like everyone ran out into the street behind mm-hmm. the yeah. last thing mm-hmm. that, that was crazy because so many people yeah. so many people were there it was wild 
Well, we have a special guest this week, a returning guest. Mm-hmm. She is an activist. She is a leader in the community. She's also hilarious. <laughs> and I just found out, shout out to Natalie, that she makes her own honey. Right? Yeah. I get some of that organic a... honey. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, Lily Moran. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. And you're an that? arts and culture commissioner, too. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> what about that? Put it on. First meetings sure. on Monday, right? Yes, it is. I forgot. About, I, I, <laughs> I can't wait to say the word NFT on the record <laughs> slowly. <laughs> Make an NFT of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't, <laughs> don't get me started. I'm going thought... to play real dumb, too. <laughs> can, so, can you, you should just be like, I don't understand. Can you explain mm-hmm. how this is going to work? Because mm-hmm. they can't. No, exactly. <laughs> Someone else told them how good it was. but uh, And they believed him. <laughs> Caesar, you have a story time. Oh, that was the story. Like oh. going, going oh, to the bay. Was, oh, okay. My yeah, bad. Proud dad stuff, you know? Nice. That's so cute. Yeah, she's tight. She was pretty adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question of the week, and this is just because like I've been to a couple, you know, it's summertime, been to a couple family functions and some functions with some friends, and... I have. I feel some type of way about this. What are your guys' feelings on potato salad? I usually avoid it. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Like, uh, how are we serving it? And while it's being served, what are we doing? Are we covering it? Is it on ice? Oh, there was like a... You should have seen the discussion at, at my uncle's house <laughs> okay. between my aunts and my mom about like the, the condition of the potato salad. Because it was like... It was covered... Uh-huh. In and it, it was in plastic, like a Tupperware thing, and then they had the cover on plastic cover, and then it was inside of another Tupperware filled with ice, but it was also 105 degrees. Mm. So the, yeah, yeah, I was like, it was made this morning. Mm. <laughs> nah, it was made last <laughs> night. Everybody <laughs> makes a potato salad the night before, especially if there was a big spread. There's no way there; it wouldn't be cooled enough. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of potato salad, but uh, it's just, you know, something that you novices out there navigating cookouts and barbecues might not know about. But, you know, some people just leave that shit out there. Mm -mm. And it's mayo. Mm. And cheese. Sometimes, like, I like a twice-baked potato salad where you do, like, the bacon bits, some cheese. But really, I feel like a baked potato is delicious. Yeah, if you're cooking the potato salad, now we're on to something. Yeah. yeah. Less mayo, mm-hmm. and it's cooked. Sour so cream, more sour cream. More sour mm-hmm. cream, which I can fuck with. I, I don't fuck with mayo, yeah. so I can't fuck with potato salad. But yeah, it just, it was, I was like <laughs> watching this debate go on, like, and I'm just going to keep moving on. <laughs> Passing it's like the one of the salad. least favorite potato configurations. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I like potatoes pretty much anyway, but that's like the worst way other than like just eating a raw potato. <laughs> but you got to be down bad for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is like fucking poor, poor Irish in 1836. Yeah. <laughs> no, kids were doing had. it in my garden last year because they didn't know. Because mm. they were just like, can I like eat this? I'm like, I mean, you Disappoint- can. <laughs> Disappointment's going to be on that face. That is not like an apple. It looks like an apple, but it's not yeah. tastes like an apple. No sugar in there, son. Yeah. No. Starch. <laughs> Heavy on the starch. <laughs> well, you know, so for everyone out there listening, beware of potato salad mm-hmm. and make sure it is properly maintained in a cold structure. Mm-hmm. And shaded. And mm-hmm. shaded. Yeah, it was all in the shade. 
this the one place at my uncle's house I was at, but and they had ice. I was like, oh, this is because mm-hmm. we we had a whole other conversation about washing chicken, but. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that like, is controversial because I what I do have a white mom confession, and so that was like not a thing. I had not even heard of it until I got, adulthood. I got a huge <laughs> fight on Black Twitter last fall because I, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amanda Sales was like, "What's something Black people need to stop doing?" And I was like, "Washing chicken." It's, like, it's true. I was like, "Wow!" It is- just spreads. Like my grandfather, who did raise me, was a CDC person, and he would say. That is how you spread salmonella yeah. all up in your sink, and no lime juice is going to <laughs> fix <killer>. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. like some people are washing it with actual soap and oh, water. Man, like because I'm like because I was explaining to my parents last week. I thought I was like, yeah, like the worst thing is you know TikTok and everything. Everyone's making all these cooking videos, and you see some of the crazy stuff people do, and it's like you're washing like chicken like. This isn't, it's not, you know, like, I understand why, like, you know, our grandparents mm-hmm. may have had to wash mm-hmm. their food because it wasn't clean, but, like, it's 2022. Mm-hmm. Take that shit and put it in the pan. Your thing has been processed in another state, yeah. probably. Yeah. Like, unless All you the preservatives. ate that chicken from your backyard, you're probably good. <laughs> exactly. Take it out, yeah. Just cook it well. <laughs> Pat it dry, baby. <laughs> There's no need to be washing it. And definitely not a turkey. But anyway, let's... <laughs> definitely not a turkey, no. People wash their turkeys, too. Oh, there's so much ignorance out there. It's true. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. A lot oh, of good. It. My favorite mm-hmm. topic. <laughs> First yes. of all, welcome back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Now, last time we talked to you, I don't remember where you were working, but now you're working for the ACLU, is that correct? Yeah, I was working at the legislature. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You were working with... Uh, so, uh, from someone from uh, Las Vegas, Assemblywoman Summers Armstrong, mm-hmm. okay, District Six. And how did that go? Um, that was one of the most intense jobs I've ever had. Which I only say now that I am in the most intense job <laughs> I ever had. Turns out, watchdogging the government is harder than working for the government. Uh. So, um, but I learned a lot and it was really awesome to have as my first black female boss. So it was much different than other bosses, you know, like we were able to have real conversations and have those exchanges (laughs) when other people were around us, you know, the glance, yeah, the the knowing glance and just seeing like, you know, she had to go through all the same microaggressions as I did, you know, through whether or not being a dignitary or a staff member, there were still all of these little things where she, you know, where you'd just be like, well, because the whole permanent staff of the legislature is mainly white. So they like, they weren't pleased to have this like extremely diverse <laughs> yeah. group of people. And then like all of the black caucus people tried to hire black staff and all of the Latina caucus tried to hire Latina staff. Like it was cool. Like I loved that mm-hmm. they did that. Mm-hmm. And I think that it made a really cool group. Like the people that I met that were staff members will probably be friends forever. Um, but there was definitely kind of a like mm, they're in our house. <laughs> With their shoes on, like, uh. kind of thing going on. <laughs> I kept getting mistaken for the only other 
black woman who like wasn't very skinny mm. like but we look nothing alike other than we're like not the other one was like 96 pounds so it was obviously not us <laughs> but we didn't look alike at all like mm. she wore glasses I don't wear glasses like she had a gap in her teeth I didn't have a gap like there were very clear differences in every day that tracks them yeah. every I mean, day I, I mean that ha- I got mistaken for Jamal uh, last week mm-hmm. <laughs> we but we would be on zooms and our names would be in the screen and they still and we're like <laughs> it's I mean, right there I don't but yeah, it's not surprising. It's tough. No, not yeah, at it's all. tough. It's tough for white people to tell us apart. I guess they all look the same to me too. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Brittany or well, Karen or whatever. All right, Cheryl. <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> so, how did you? Uh, how's working with the ACLU been, especially this last year with so much going on, so many changes both here in Nevada and nationally yeah it's been um an incredibly fast-paced job and but really rewarding um it's really nice to have a like everything we're doing is for the people first focused job and i think that that's pretty much the only way that i could coalesce with the government at all at this point (laughs) is like no what i am saying is it has to be something that is true to me and true for my community and other communities like mine um, and just kind of speaking from the heart, like when you're, you know, whether you're lobbying or whether you're, you know, just talking to people or taking an intake. Like we do a lot of a lot of the work you don't see is do a lot of work with incarcerated folks um, who, if you can imagine, their conditions are much worse, um, especially during covid Lots of medical neglect and, um, the, you know, things going on with women there, which I didn't really get a chance to speak on yesterday. But um, women who are incarcerated, especially in, in Nevada, there's only one um, penitentiary for them. And it is a dismal, dismal situation. You know, these and some of them are moms if they're forced to have children in jail, a lot of them don't get the, you know, care they need, whether it be like regular exams or, you know, sanitary products or just, you know, clean clothes and stuff like that. Like last week, um, I was able to go to a retreat or a convening about ending solitary confinement. And so there were organizers and ACLU people, but people from other um, nonprofits too. A lot of them were from, run by directly impacted people who have survived solitary confinement for extended periods of time um, all around the country and listening to some of these women even tell that say, you know, men who had been locked up too. And these are from in prisons, not jails um, and men being like, Whoa, that is, I didn't even think about that. You know, like the realities is, uh, you know, of, of what happens behind bars is, is very much, the depiction of slavery being alive and well, like it is just to the T exactly what that was, you know, it's just a little bit different now, but uh, do they, are they arguing that solitary confinement's cruel and unusual punishment? Yes. It is torture. Yes, absolutely. So I mean, <laughs> I mean it is because like that's is. what they do to like break prisoners and shit. It's like Yeah, and you you people who commit suicide, they tend to do it within the first five days. So but there were people there um at the convening and these are people that are now leading movements, shutting down prisons, people that are, you know, 
on the front lines at Rikers Island trying to shut it down. Like some real like activist heroes for me. I was very humbled to be around. And um, they they had done, you know, thousands of days in solitary, you know. Yeah, because it's you, four walls, you know, sometimes not even a bed. You mm-hmm. know? It's just like, people need interaction with other people. Like if not, you go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's the thing they'll try to say then it's because of your, you know, mental state that you don't get any of, the, you know, you're deprived of <laughs> seeing people. But you're like, that is the th- that's the problem. You know, it's a, you're, I make, mean, if you're making it worse, whatever yeah. they have, <laughs> well, you're like, making it worse. Theoretically, these places are supposed to be rehabilitation mm-hmm. centers. Mm-hmm. There's nothing rehabilitative about, about that. Yeah. Punishing someone by, you know, it's just. The it's cool like simple thing, behaviorism yeah. here. Yeah. The, the cool thing is on the last day we met um, with a group in Oregon and they have a really great program. It's called Amend and they're funded privately. But I would love to like see if anyone with a lot of money out there, if you want to do something with it, this is a good idea. They send um, correctional officers and like hire admin staff to Norway to be trained um, in the Norwegian prison system and so their principle is you go to court to be punished and you go to prison to become a better neighbor Mm. so they literally have like a a world set up with a grocery store and a basketball court and everything like we do on the outside and these people go through all of those tasks and you just re exactly rehabilitate yourself into just being able to conduct yourself in society as a supportive community member. And the guards are more like mentors where they're like, they spend time together. They play checkers. They, you know, talk, they read books, they do whatever. So there's not an us versus them thing. And it's really like they get a buddy mm-hmm. and they're solving these super, super intense mental health issues. Cause a lot of times that's why somebody will end up in solitary confinement. It's usually people that are, super intelligent and also neurodivergent in some way Mm. that are just like, I can't wrap my head around being in this box. Like this is not okay. You know, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure all three of us would be. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking that too. Like like, (laughs) exactly the same. I would be wilding out. Yes. So how long would I maintain my comparison? Yes. Right. And so they send these guards and an admin over there and then they bring them back and they completely change their practices. Like, and they feel better about it. Their, their families are like, thanks for, giving me my husband or wife back they're such a more pleasant person now that they don't go torture people all day yeah it's just (laughs) like it's it it seems like rocket science to some people but yeah like so violent and terrible in some of these like prisons that Mm -hmm. everyone is affected by that like the people working there and the people subjected to it. Mm-hmm. The only difference, you know, I mean, the biggest difference is that they're released into a society with things like healthcare and say, school. I mean, our outward society is also a prison. Our violent ass, <laughs> yeah, fucking hellscape of every person for themselves doesn't <laughs> yeah. really yeah. isn't really conducive to like what society are you rejoining? We don't yeah. have this, there's no society this is here. Water world, <laughs> yeah, and they're starting at the very bottom again. Yeah. No one will hire them. No one will do help them out. So like, where else are they going to? Yeah, I'll see you in two weeks so yeah. you could piss in this cup. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go get a job, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Or a Even house. No one will... Good luck. <laughs> An apartment <laughs> with no money. Guys, like <laughs> No one can have them. Yeah. Have hopes. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> At least in prison they feed you. If you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in these rehabilitated prisons, like, 
if they're, you know, getting better. Some have completely abolished um, solitary confinement. And, and a lot of them, like the goal, which we would like to do in Nevada, is to adopt the Mandela rules, which just limits it to 15 days. But for me, that's still... That's the first crazy. five days is... To me, that's <laughs> crazy that people spend that... Like, you think, it's not, you think of like a day or two. Right. I, the fact that fifth, you're trying to lower it to 15, 15 is, is the good, yeah. That's <laughs> what is like going on the in these fucking prisons? Maybe. How long are people being put in solitary For confinement? Years, that's a long time years, out. Years, yeah. that is insane to me. Mm-hmm. And they can Damn. falsify the data a lot, like they can well, be yeah, like, Oh, we so. let them outside once, mm-hmm. you know, once a year, but they've been like, in how there could you tell? Years. Like, how could you tell if you're the person that you can't tell what you, you know, know like, what day it you is? You can't keep track mm-hmm. of it, yeah. Well, and a lot of times people will become despondent and they'll say, like, okay, you can come out. And they're like, mm, yeah. whatever. So then they say, we offered and they didn't want to. That's what they did with, yeah, you know, one of the people. Fucking broken this person yeah. psychologically. Because yeah. what is it? They let like half an hour a day or even less, the, less to work yeah. out or do something and see the sun? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah. Without that's happening. And because of COVID, there was no programming. So, like, they would, they were just in there. And even, you know, people in their regular cells, like we were, I was talking to people on the phone because they can call you and imagine your one phone call during COVID is the ACLU. Mm. So like, it's really heavy to talk to people that like, you don't know if you're going to be able to actually help that person specifically. You can hopefully design a policy that will help people like them in the future. Maybe we can sue, like we've sued several times, but like that person's specific thing they're talking about. No. <laughs> and, and you know, and you're just listening and they want to live, but like people that are like, I've been in the same mask for nine months oh, or whatever. And, you know, my, my Sally has COVID and they won't quarantine them. Like I don't have it. They have it. Like they won't. You know, just utter disregard. And the guards are the ones bringing them in, just like a lot of the times, like, the guards are the ones bringing in the drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, they're not making cocaine in prison. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. You're not growing mm, weed in the no, toilet. Like, yeah. that's not... It just shows you how, like, these people, like, those lives are not... Like, you're just throwing these people's lives away. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, these lives aren't valued. Like, these people aren't valued as human beings like if you can do that to like that's just you're not valuing that person yeah, as, as like a slave and a lot of them yeah. should be like the people that i met were some of the most or the most incredible human beings i've ever met like for someone to go through that kind of torture and adversity and then be free like they're allowed to walk away from it all and just live a happy life no they've decided now to completely dedicate their lives to making sure that other people that are on the inside like so that takes a certain kind of person to not forget resolve mm-hmm. yeah and i they, mean to go to make it through it too you know right and these these people are like just very healed too like they've done lots of work there's you know they're, they're obviously not everyone it, it's not like they just popped out and they were fine like these people you can tell have done intensive self-reflection and self-work and like probably you know all kinds of therapy and whatever but these people should be teachers and they want to be things like teachers but it's like no uh, somebody will be like, oh, you should really come talk to my boy. You know, he's slipping up in school, but you won't have him be a teacher because he's an he ex-con. Right, right. Yeah, but it's like that's exactly who should be a teacher. Like that's where all the black men who are, you know, that you're wondering why they're not. There aren't all of these black men teachers. Like if you're able to escape jail, 
like Sean, <laughs> are able to <laughs> escape prison, mm-hmm. you can maybe be a teacher, but that doesn't mean that that person, you know, can't become right someone that's who's the like, thing. yeah, it's those like, people it, now would never go to prison. The problem with it is like being in the, once you're in that system, you it's like you're mm-hmm. permanently. Mm-hmm. excluded from like normal society mm-hmm. like yeah. average average job like yeah it's impossible to get jobs or anything there's a um another cool thing in in europe i think it is they have a right to be forgotten um in one of the countries so that's that's what that would be and like that would be a really cool thing to try to pass yeah yeah if you had some sort of rehabilitative you know program that actually focused on helping them reintegrate in society, then you could say, hey, look, this person has done this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they, yeah. don't have a re- they don't have a record that anyone can see unless they get in trouble again, you know, or something like that. We seem like to that. be able to do it for politicians. They can run for office. <laughs> I mean... That's, rich, that's the thing. Rich, you know, that's the funniest mo- rich, part. Money rich people, a lot <laughs> white guys who yeah. rape people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Supreme. Well, first of all, the day before, they <laughs> they struck down the New York law, which uh, banned the concealed carry unless you could prove you needed a right or needed a reason. Yeah. To protect yourself. To protect mm-hmm. yourself, which I guess I understand the legality, <laughs> like the legalese part of that, but also like I don't this inconsistency with the states deciding stuff. So. Right. States can't decide, can't do that, but they can put restrictions on access to abortion. And like I understand that, like one's based off of interpret the you know the equal protection clause, whatever. We don't, we're not going to get into the legalese part of it. We're just, what was your feeling yesterday when you well, saw that this had come down? Yeah, so I'm my guessing you were not is, surprised. <laughs> no, I've. I long, I long for the day that I'm surprised by the government. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look, they gave us health care. Woo! Um, yeah. So gun laws are racist, and that's how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that everyone uh, doesn't agree, but it's okay to be wrong. Um, when you say something like "this is for some people but not for other people," we can just play that out in our heads mm-hmm. what that looks or based like based off t- traditional interpretations <laughs> right. of, of the law mm-hmm. right like what who's gonna be really stopped was or who traditionally yeah that's just a stop and frisk law they almost they almost passed one here um and aclu came out against that and it was weird because we were like the nra was also like but it would have been you know we have to understand when we say like we want gun reform we want gun reform what that will first mean is that black and brown people will be over-policed more, if that's even possible at this point. If we have any more money at all, they will, it will go to the cops and we will be stopped and frisked. Um, you're not getting white supremacists or mass shooter candidates to give up their guns. That's not Those will right. be the last people who get their guns taken away. So unfortunately, we'll have to do the long, hard thing, which will be restore our communities and stop raising little serial killers um and stop having violent societies so that's how i feel about the gun thing and then the um abortion thing you know is something that obama could have fixed clinton could have fixed hillary could have fixed if she had won 
Yes. You're talking about yes. codifying Hillary. it. Yes. By codifying, codifying it into yes. law, like several states have done. It could have, yes. It, this could have been done. And also, even right now, as we speak, um, the Senate can impeach and and um, prosecute Supreme Court justice. Like, there are there are solutions to this. And the, the reality is that the people who we voted into office are not here for the people. And that's just what it they is. They want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. No, no way. Not in an election year. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because it's, you know, yesterday there were so many <laughs> discrepancies. It was really awesome to see so many young folks and like people I've never seen before, although that always plays out in my head weird where I'm like, where have you been? <laughs> but thanks for coming. Um, they were, you know, people are like, uh, you know, vote blue. Like we did. This is it. This is you voting blue. Here we are. We did. Mm-hmm. This is literally what democracy looks like. <laughs> we we did it. This is what you got. And yeah, um, I keep seeing people saying vote blue no matter who in November, and I'm like, mm. why don't you start holding the people accountable who are already in office? Yeah, yeah. demand more of them. Yes. Before- <laughs> demand anything of them. I feel like Joe, the, the, like they do bare, bare minimum all the time. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we are. I was saying. I'm like, have- if Nevada has the foresight to codify this, right? How has it like like the Democratic majority is ever in? Con- I feel like it's just. A part of it is like they want to be play the martyr of like this is unfair by waiting for Republicans to do this stuff so they can go crying about how crazy and unfair it is where it's like well yeah I start mean, anticipating their like this shit is this is chess well we saw yeah. we saw the crowds yesterday they know what they're doing mm-hmm. they need us to vote for them and this is clearly the biggest button issue can't get people like that for housing yet everyone's complaining <laughs> about their rent their mm-hmm. rent yeah. i don't know how to mobilize people for housing at this point couldn't get people to drive 25 minutes to the legislature had to bus people <laughs> up from vegas to to to, 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 to protest things like the death penalty mm-hmm. and a super majority democratic um senate and assembly you know and and governor um <laughs> I <laughs> like it's you know it's like that's, perfect perfect they they we couldn't aligned. do it before like this is just what we, you didn't eat your dinner yesterday so we put it on the fr- in the fridge and now you're gonna have a shittier version of your dinner <laughs> like that's what you're getting now because you didn't mm-hmm. do the things uh, but yeah so they they've been using this to leverage us for so long and that's what's so messed up I mean also things like oh everyone's gonna have free tuition like that's we got caught they actually bazinga bitch yeah exactly exactly that's what it is bamboozled bamboozled i mean and and that's the thing like with the governor when they're like well what do you think you know why do you think people are so anemic about it i'm like we asked you to end the death penalty and you didn't that would have been a pretty easy way to like unify Mm. a lot of people there are people on both sides who do not believe that the death penalty is helpful it also is expensive super expensive yeah (laughs) yeah i mean things like that um could have been done we could have kept our rent moratorium we could have you know done all these things we could we could actually help people yeah like all normal like that most people want Mm -hmm. yes exactly like what you're supposed to do in office it's not (laughs) like there's a bunch of people average people being like you know what let's get rid of this rent moratorium yeah it's terrible it's you know they're listening to the lobbyists that are hired by, yeah. 
Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah, exactly. These lobbyists are living in like two million dollar homes. Like they don't care about you either, mm-hmm. and they'll flip to a new issue. They are literally paying. They're high, hired guns. <laughs> They're hired guns. Yeah, I'm like the you know ACLU lobbying is not the same as the Apartment Association lobbying. Yeah, like, that's what I understand. I don't understand how people don't like the ACLU's whole point is to defend your rights. Literally, the whole point. It exists. Everyone. And should if agree. you look throughout the history of it, it's always on the right side of history. It's never like oh the ACLU. You know they fought too. You know, they fought too hard for that minority group's rights. I don't <laughs> just fuck the like, that's and the right like people on the right who are all about their rights hate it. They steal our words too. They're like, "This is for liberty." I'm like, "I mean, yeah, I agree, but I don't think you know what that means." <laughs> well, like, for li- them, liberty is being able to do what they want. Yeah, with no consequences yeah. or restrictions. Uh-huh. Yeah, no accountability. Well, it's being able to lie, and I think that's the difference. Is that People think that lying is still protected speech. <laughs> like you can't lie and be protected. You can tell the truth can, and be protected. That whole accountability thing. Yeah. I want to be able to say whatever I want. No repercussions. Nothing. Even yeah. if it's completely Horrible. false. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want someone to come around and point out later how I I made something up or like it's just mm-hmm. these people are I mean, it's just like it's like children. Their fascism and shit is just blatant mm-hmm. at this point. It's, it's like, a whole other group. Like we really have a radicalized. Group. I got. I had the pleasure of watching Joey Gilbert vote. I <laughs> nice. was. I was at that polling mm-hmm. location doing election protection a couple of weeks ago, and you would think that like like when he got out, I was like, mm. and it was like. Someone in the audience or in the audience, because I think it's a fucking show, mm-hmm. um, is like, I mean, here comes the man himself. And everyone's like, yay. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this is bad. Mm. I think I'm the only one who was like, mm, boo. And watched him go in and get his paper ballot, mm. you know, and and um, st- stamp it and put it in the there. Because he doesn't you know, trust the machines? Yeah, but then you use a, a machine to scan the paper ballot and put it in. Um, Don't tell him that. I know. Well, he watched. <laughs> and then he was with Robert Beatles, that Republican who moved here from California, who also, I guess, has like a lot of um, Bitcoin. So I'm hoping he's hurting. He right sounds now. legit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He came here to buy a bunch of li- uh, buy a bunch of land um, and properties to literally gouge rent from mm-hmm. everybody. And all the Republicans are like, "Yeah, this guy." He's so, a developer. Yeah, he develops wealth for himself. Yes. He's helping by the extracting it from us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's mining it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's mining it with his computer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we have really created an interesting political environment, and unfortunately, we had the best chance to make a lot of change during the last session. So, this next session, we're going to have some issues if Dems don't fight like their rights are also at stake, you know, because it is, you could also reverse what we have done in Nevada and quite quickly. Um, and we're looking at like a Sheriff Lombardo gubernatorial candidate. And he's, I mean, like he sounds. I don't know if you know anything about sheriffs. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I know what Bob Marley of, said about them, though. They're, they're <laughs> a type of police. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's like a Trumper, and, you know, he denies that he's a 
he, he believes that you know Trump won the election and all that. And oh yeah, yeah. He's like a like super. The, they're like him and Gilbert were like trying to outdo each other with the crazy shit they. Did you see what Gilbert said today? No. He's he's not going to concede, and he's uh, fighting the results of his election. I think we're, they we're should literally later, box. But, right. They should all fight. I think that at this point. All of the people who are candidates should joust or do some kind of big performance for us. Because if they're going to get up, like we should make them do a, a karaoke sing-off or something. If they're going to just do nothing once they're elected, mm-hmm. then do something to be get elected. Mm-hmm. To be yeah, you don't get to Coliseum. talk anymore. You have to do something cool. Put some lions in there. A talent show. <laughs> cool. well, that would require talent. Yes, really. it would. Yeah. Yes, well, they lie a lot, so that's pretty good. <laughs> but like, a lot of point, them are lawyers. Yeah, at this point, though, like their lying is just so, like it's like even their lying isn't surprising or impressing. Yeah, like yeah. someone would have to tell like a ridiculous truth for us to be like, at all surprised. No, that'll be the thing to tell the truth yeah. and watch them sweat. <laughs> And watch them like get all sick. Yeah, they'll be like, the truth is, we only make four thousand dollars a year, so that's how hard we work. <laughs> Imagine how hard, how hard would you work for four thousand dollars a year? But you know, their pockets are getting lined other other places. Yeah, well, and a lot of them are you know retired, or they have other, you know, they have their special interests, which is exactly the problem. They're real estate agents mm-hmm. who who control your housing. <laughs> and yeah, we like we, we've talked about this when we had Sarah Peters on, but. You know, Nevada does not have a full time legislature. No. So these people do have to have other jobs and they don't get paid like in other states. And there's pros and cons to that. And one of the cons is that they're not really incentivized to actually do that much work. Well, and you just don't get regular people. Even if, you know, you don't get any, you rarely get someone who like grew up poor. Because they can't afford know, it. Because it's not like these people have three jobs and that's why they can be in the legislature. Like they have generational wealth. They're married to someone who is wealthy. They're retired from a very good job or they're currently exploiting you. <laughs> like it's not like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I work so hard as a teacher in my spare time. Like, yes, and you probably have some familial help <laughs> in some way, like owning a home. I don't think any of these people are renters. <laughs> That's they, yeah. I mean, we should right, have like, a renter. They like, rent yeah, to the brown. That's people. the thing. Like you think about, you know, some some other states and people representing them are able to be regular people because they do get paid a salary. Mm-hmm. And again, Nevada has no money for anything, so nothing. Is- Though we are one of the richer states, which is so crazy. It's like it's so weird because I keep seeing people literally gamble here, <laughs> and every mining company in the world. Well, but I mean. You can't tax like we don't believe, like can't tax those. People. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the most billionaires per capita. That doesn't matter if you can't tax them. No, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Ba- I heard taxes bad. Yeah, that's true. We should just print more money. Yeah. <laughs> I I heard helping the government. Reposted this meme yeah. that I thought was so funny, and it was like walking into a room full of men saying, "Why don't we just print more money to feel something?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, let's take let's take our first break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caesar, your song of the week. I feel like it's uh it's appropriate. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, it's all right by uh by uh, Kendrick Lamar. So nice. uh, listen <laughs> and enjoy. Bye. What's up, guys? I want to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors and favorite tattoo shops here in town. 
And our favorite tattoo shop is Lasting Dose Tattoo, located in Midtown Reno at 888 South Virginia Street. They are open Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 8. They have an artist for any style tattoos. Walk-ins are always welcome. And they have an art gallery that you can see as you wait for your tattoo. For any information, you can find them at www.lastingdosetattoo.com or their Instagram at lastingdosetattoo. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. I tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I knew it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone crazy. Trying to set my face, it's all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Motherfucker, you can live with them all I can see the evil, I can tell it I know it's illegal, I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner, put the candy painted on a Rico Digging in my pocket, in a profit Big enough to feed you every day my logic Get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico ah! I don't talk about it, be about it Every day I seek you If I got it, then you know you got it Heaven, I can reach you Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all Big back and chat, I trapped the back for y'all I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God When you know We've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright All right, welcome back. That was Caesar Song of the Week. It's All Right by Kendrick Lamar because we could all use a little bit of that pick me up right now. Yes. It's just, it's a good inspirational song for what we're going through. Yes. It needs, it, to, it needs to get played like once a week, I feel. Yes. <laughs> like in the loudspeaker, like at school. It's mm. good. 
It's every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's playing with, with the bell, before the bell rings. If I was principal, <laughs> boom. That's how we start. Oh yeah, I, I mean DJ. <laughs> My son the DJed his middle school dance, and Ooh. that was the first one. Nice. And but it was all of the parents look at me immediately. I'm like, <laughs> fucking like. I mean, I I worked at trainer. Yeah. The songs they wanted. He found a clean version of every song. I mean, but there are those almost clean, you know, where it's like. Oh, the kid, but if the kids know, <laughs> if the kids know the words, they know the words. They like, yeah. I remember I played Bodak, an edited version of Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Those kids no. did not. The, the, those They're kids like, were singing. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the entire crowd all together. Like the too short. <laughs> every time you play too short, or yeah, something. yeah, it's great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I miss those dances. Those dances are so ratchet. Yeah, like, can you play Red Nose? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys need to stop grinding on each other, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there needs to be a little bit of airspace there. Because you, you guys leave want... room for the Lord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> leave room for the Lord. <laughs> Jesus Cristo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys could go fuck later. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> this is school season. There's free. Pl- it happens. Free plan B in the bathroom, kids. Uh, <laughs> like, got, it's like Skittles. Whatever, take your vitamins. Con- yeah, con- condoms <laughs> take everywhere. Take your vitamins. Uh, well, speaking of that, yes. me. Uh, as you look forward, what do you think uh, the response? I mean, Nevada, we as we know, has already codified abortion rights, um, so it can't. I mean, could it be? I guess that could be yes. taken away. Yes. How, what would that require? Okay, yeah. How does it- um, a Republican majority, which we'll probably have. So, get your abortions now. <laughs> smish-mortions. Get your smish-mortion now. Yeah. Um, you know, I the thing that we learned from yesterday or that, is that nothing is really permanent, mm-hmm. right? So, if, if a Supreme Court case can get overturned. 50 years later. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it, it would look like a far-right religious white supremacist movement which we have that's alive and well the republican party yep I'm taking sorry. over I'm repealing the ERA. Are we not supposed to say that out loud? yeah oh, they, I mean, they know they know yeah they're, they're proud of it you know they're proud of it uh, especially they, here they in nevada think this is for the lord especially they think, here in nevada they think god wants to kill women i don't understand it's it's a, such a the reproductive health is such a weird issue because i hate that we don't talk about it until it's the house is on fire and the babies are burning inside of the house when like the house had bad foundation. Do you think it's because these men who are mostly white don't understand how the female body works because they never were taught and they're just scared and they're just terrified of it? Yeah. I think it's a combination of that. Like, we don't, you know, we don't talk about like periods normally, you know, or anything like that. But it's it's a combination between that and a, and a lack of under of awareness of the whole of society and our rugged individualism. It's the fact that white women waited until it was maybe almost oppression for them to do something when like even your queen Beyonce almost died in childbirth. So, you know, Serena almost died in childbirth. Like black women cannot, no matter the class cannot safely have children the way that white people, sorry, I, I'm using the wrong language. The white people can have, um, Mm -hmm. 
can have babies more safely or even access um, reproductive health care, like I talked about um, earlier, incarcerated women getting things like pap smears. There's, you know, there are women that are released and they have cervical cancer because they weren't given routine exams. And who do you think those women are? You know, they're black and brown women. And so that's the thing is that if we don't listen to black and trans and brown and indigenous people when they are screaming, then you are going to wait then you're going to wait until it's knocking on your door. Like, I think that some people are literally waiting for like a personal invitation. Like you said something personally affects them. Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't don't do that. Just listen to the person who is beneath you in this terrible pyramid. <laughs> well, that's, you got to like, they got to learn that there's is like, yeah, they got to realize there is a pyramid. That's the other thing. And there's, yeah, there's so much education to be had. And I think that like, that was one of the things about yesterday. Like, this is not a time to be reactive it's at all, you know, and really it's a time to like hit the books, you know, start reading, reading some literature from like Audre Lorde or Ida B. Wells. Like this is very much like there is a playbook for this. There is a way to navigate through this. We have it. Because what they're doing is not new. No, what they're doing is not new. But if we don't have the education collectively on like, who to listen to and what what the movement looks like in like proper movement education or like what different forms of protesting are like it was very difficult for me yesterday to get people to stay in a space and just like be there without yelling like yes we can yell we can rally we can give speeches it can also look like talking with your friends and sitting in the road it can also look like starting a garden it can also look like having a mutual aid group it can look like dancing in the street it can look like striking with you know or organizing your workplace it doesn't only you're not only resisting when you make a sign and go outside and yell like that's not actually that's one of the least effective methods of protest it's great that we you know it happened but then what you know I immediately yesterday like went to my bookshelf and was like who has the thing I need to read to get my mind right today. And that should be the way that we're responding to these things. Like the reaction should be, okay, I need to consult my heroes and the people of the movement that have guided us to the point that we are at to see what we fucking didn't listen to and listen to it, you know? So I picked up um, two different books with the one that really spoke to me yesterday was uh, Audre Lorde. Uh, it was a book of poetry. Um, I'm trying to remember which one it is. I think it's in my bag. Um, but it's the one about the master's tools. Um, and people use that one a lot talking about voting. <laughs> but um, that that passage or that poem is really about um, the master's tools being like this. The status quo is the master's tools. <laughs> it's relying on, you know, your good What's job, always been, your yeah. good education. Maintaining. Yeah. And I think a lot of like leftists or anarchists sometimes will misquote things like that because they, we don't know all of the idiom or we don't know all of, you know, the the poem. But it's, it's important to like go back to your knowledge, seek knowledge instead of seeking like rage in times like this so that we can be collected and armed with arm yourself information. yes, yes. yes. Like we armed with information so we know how to make a better world because at the end of the day like that's what we have to do we have to be actively creating the alternative for this mess you know we, d- we don't 
we don't need prisons. We don't need cops. We don't need the, we don't need the Supreme Court. <laughs> like they're not, you know, we don't need those things. But if there's nothing in its place, then we have chaos. But nobody said we can't start building alternatives. And we have, like, there have been glimpses, especially in Reno. And like, that's why I love it here so much that we saw glimpses of just community alone relying on each other. Like, remember that, like, the beginning of the pandemic, like, all of the service workers and stuff are laid out or are, you know, closed down. They're not able to have jobs. Like, Moberly started that really awesome, like, sandwich thing. You know, a lot of the mutual aid groups popped up. And we had mutual aid and we had each other. And everyone was, like, eating well and doing great on our own. And the right. government had not written us any checks. They had not given us any clarity. We didn't have a vaccine. We didn't have PPE. And there were glimpses of, of us just living as autonomous societies and relying on each other because the government shit its pants. And so it's possible. We just have to keep doing that and keep figuring it out. Like, same thing with um, abortion rights right now. Like, the Wild West Fund is, by all means, I, a also a mutual aid group. Like, they're not the government they're not a healthcare system it's again now all of us coming together to support a mutual aid group with our own lunch money to provide abortions and reproductive health care for nevadans and that is has nothing to do no one voted for it no legislator spearheaded it no city council member is just a bunch of us and when it comes down to it that's what's meaningful it's always just us the only the only good things that have happened in the last couple of years have just been us. So like we have to break up with our toxic ex, the government, and be like, sorry, bestie, you're toxic. You're not doing what's well what's good for us, yeah, you know? Or what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But we can. Like we would never let our friends treat us the way that the people that we vote mm-hmm. for treat us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> just other than just be upset. Yeah, but just yeah, and it's important to like to take care of, like what the one of the things that I'm trying to do now more than ever is like balance out my self-care and you you talked about that yesterday too like making sure that we are showing up for ourselves the way that we're showing up for our community like Last night, I'm sure a lot of people were like, after the rally, like, oh, let's go get drunk, which I did last time we had (laughs) the whatever the row thing. And they went out with like all the other people. We all got drunk and whatever. And like, that didn't, that's not what I'm read. That's not what the books have told me to do. (laughs) I know better. I know better. So I was like, I will have one drink and then I will go home and plant tomatoes like I planned before this happened because that's what I was going to do for my community and for myself before the Supreme Court decided to do this. So I did that and I feel much better (laughs) about doing that, you know, like miss taking that all of that energy that we absorbed through everyone and all of that rage and whatever and planting it so that it can come out in as a positive thing for the community so if we can all figure out how to take the energy that we're feeling in other spaces and all this trauma and whatever and place it into something else so that it can you know re regenerate that energy so we can turn it into something more positive we have to stop like 
raging and then abusing our bodies <laughs> and then raging right. and abusing your body. It's easy to do too. I'm, I'm, I am calling myself out about it. Like I am the first person to be like, I need a drink. I deserve a drink. <laughs> I deserve 10. I mean, it's, it's hard to cope. Yeah. People like, yeah, people cope however they can. I did like that video that Albert shared with uh, Malcolm uh-huh. X talking about how you can tell how progressive and, well a society is by how it treats its women and yep. how the women are, are you know valued in that society and that was fucking 60 70 years ago he said that so. yeah think about the only i was talking to my, my girlfriend the other day like the only societies that were doing fine you know we find people like in the amazon that were like oh we didn't even know these people existed they're all matriarchal societies not only are they fine without the entire outside world they we couldn't even find them <laughs> until we started decimating the yeah. rainforest, right? Like we didn't yeah, find look, them. We just <laughs> holy shit, there's people here still, and they have nothing, and they're all run by women, and they're probably like, don't go out there. That's where they let the men in charge. <laughs> <laughs> or like we look at these tribal societies in Africa, or basically any society that's ever worked was in all of the indigenous societies are matriarchal. And they somehow have it figured out still. Like we could, we it's never too late to listen to them. I mean, it's just because <laughs> unless we because like all. in these patriarchal societies, it's the fact that women aren't allowed. Like you know, it's like they're not allowed anything at all. Like, yeah, they're completely shut out from power. Yeah, it's like imagine if you just. I mean, you don't just treat them as equals. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, imagine. I mean, they're like fifty-one percent of the population. What's it? <laughs> They help. They help the population. Like they do a lot. I always try. Like I do. Like I do emphasize some. Like when we're going over stuff in class, especially with the women. Like you guys are like the majority of the population, right? And and then you know, we were talking about like, oh, there's only been. Well, I'm like, we have two women senators. Like, yeah. Like that's pretty crazy. There hasn't been that many women senators in the history of this country, and like Nevada has two at the same time. Or just like pointing out, like it's. It is not normal for things to be run by women. No. And there's lots of examples of that locally and in in this state. And I think it's not something that should be just be taken for granted. No. and But it's a thing that, like, once those women are in charge, like, they need to fight like they're never going to be in charge again. And I think that that's what we didn't see is that, you know, we have, like, we have, a majority female city council, right? They're not exactly shaking it up. Um, although, shout out to Naomi Dewar for calling in um, to the legislature to ask about rent control for some for a building in her district. Naomi, the answer is you do have the power to enact rent control. I mean, your city council. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, and that goes to all of the city council members. In the state, you do, you are able to, and they have always been able to. I just feel like <laughs> in Reno, city council people, for the most part, just are there to like hear proposals from developers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're a company town it, already. It's casinos, take casinos, care of, and to control who is allowed to occupy spaces, and um, developers control who is like, allowed you to. You never live hear inside. any fucking ideas. That yeah. originate from the actual council members. It's yeah. always like some outside developer or something that comes in and like sells the 
pitch is it's just so fucking mediocre. It's so it's beyond mediocre. It's, it's beyond so fucking weak. It's so and the mayor's conference. Um, <laughs> we did we did a few days of protesting for the mayor's conference because I wasn't about to let all the mayors visit Reno and then not have any kind of adversity. Like <laughs> I'm not sure if everyone besides knows. the weather. Yeah, yeah. Like all of the mayors are bad. All of the mayors decided <laughs> to take the rest of the ARP money that they didn't spend and give it to the cops. That's what they did. Mm. And as we know. The cops are not helpful. <laughs> and all of those mayors <laughs> deserve to be yelled at and shamed. They should be shamed it's just for laziness. coming to Reno to party while we're in a fucking pandemic still. Like, what are you doing? They don't care about everybody else. They That's don't. The thing. No. Like, they're like, they're like everyone here is so fucking cool. thirsty for attention. Mm-hmm. And they're like excited to host it and everything. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Nothing. Like, they did nothing meaningful. Like, what is this bringing to the city besides, like, tourists? She, she like, hustled them for a... NFTs. She hustled mm. them. <laughs> she hustled all the mayors. And the mayor of Miami, like, we were protesting. And he walks by and he's a little shit. And he's, like, clapping along to the to the thing. And I was like, shouldn't you be at home? Is it your city flooding right now? <laughs> better do something about that wet-ass city, he's dude. He's like, that's why I'm here. It's wet Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Me? What am I supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, why am I going to go there? It's bad. I'm the mayor. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> but that's the same thing like Biden like, is constantly tweeting like, who's the president? So he's got to do something. It's you, dude. Do something. He's too busy, too busy falling off bikes and he's, shit. He's always like, we have got to stand up for this. Stop telling me what and we got to do. Start doing job. what you need to do. your job. I'm so tired of people being like, we. Like, yeah. what <laughs> Wait. Like I'm doing my job. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? Stop eating ice cream yeah. and glad handing young women. Uh, fucking sniffing hair. Yeah. yeah. Weirdo. Get to work. Like they're shooting up schools, bro. Yeah. Do something. He's yeah. like, somebody should definitely do something yeah. about that. You're the Vanilla, president please. of America. <laughs> yeah, that's somebody's you, man. Yeah. Maybe that's the way his daily briefing starts. Just a reminder, you are the president, not the vice. So this is You have power ship. now. Mm-hmm. You have power now. Like He's like, I've always like, had power and I just eat he's ice got, cream. Let's, let's he's go got imposter syndrome. Let's go on a bike ride and get ice cream. Oh where's Barack? Where's where's Brock? Thing? Where's my homie at? <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be handling this? Yeah. Like, no, sir, you're the president mm-hmm. now. Like you have to actually do stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, We've been droning children for years. Oh, whoops. Oh, they're here? Mm. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's get some let's take a break and get yeah. some positive uh, going. <laughs> the the Queen Bee, you mentioned her earlier, yeah. released a, a new song or a new album. Mm. And uh my song of the week is Break My Soul by Beyonce. Uh you know, her and Drake making dance music. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that when we come back. All right. Listen, enjoy. Salute. Well, guys, here's a word from our favorite watering hole in East Sparks. 
Paxton Pints is located at 944 Victorian Avenue in Sparks, and you should check them out. They have happy hour every day from 3 to 6 p.m. They've got full bottle service, meaning you can buy beer and take it home with you. For more information, you can check out their website at sparkspacksandpints.com. That's sparkspacksandpints.com for more info. And if you mention the podcast, you get 10% off. So holla at our boys. Peace.
guys, that was Sean's song of the week, and it was Break My Soul by Beyonce, a.k.a. The Queen Bee. Yeah. Um, so, you know, her new album just came out. I like this song. Uh, or listened to it at the lake yesterday. But uh, the the theory is, is that, like, because clubs now, no one, I'm assuming none of us go clubbing normally. No. But uh, back in the day, when we were younger, you know, you went to clubs to dance. Yeah. But now clubs all around the country, what they push is like sitting at a table with bottle, bottle service because they can make more money that way. They don't make so like most clubs have like li- like gotten rid of dance space to add like VIP section. You know, t- sit, you know that's like what the when you go to clubs now that's what it is, and they're like yeah like there's not that much dance music so now like maybe if Beyonce and Drake's albums pop people go to the club to sweat and dance as they put it like some dance then, hall stuff yeah then you because like you were talking about in europe like yeah house music is kind of like the baseline for mm-hmm. most clubs and, and they, mm-hmm. uh, yeah so people go there to dance mm-hmm. and in america because of you know capitalism <laughs> they go there fentanyl. <laughs> let's be honest you just can't get good coke anymore <laughs> <laughs> You gotta go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah the, 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 so they're they're thinking Beyonce might you know bring bring back bring it, clubbing, bring it back. Bring, yeah. If any like if anyone could do it, it'd be her. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they're saying that that's yeah. We're if, gonna square the fate of dancing on a black woman's shoulders too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, that's the only thing. That's, we a, have. that's, that's everything the least. Else. Yeah, yeah, that's the least of the burdens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same as Beyonce. Yeah. Please help. Although, you know, not, not any of us need that. <laughs> See, like, we don't go to clubs and like, sit in bottle service. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. To get vodka that at the store is like 25 bucks right. to pay $100. Like, wait a minute. It's $400 for this $60 bottle mm-hmm. because of where I am? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's a, weird. And, and a girl brings it to me. Like, <laughs> same thing happens at the grocery store. The girl unlocks it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Brings it to me too. What kind of grocery stores are you going to where they got this shit locked up? Okay, you so know. Really. <laughs> Sometimes some black and brown places. people. Yeah, some shiesty like, places. Someone lives where black and brown the people. The same do. place where I try to get conditioner and it's blocked up. <laughs> that is so <laughs> fucked up. They have some tequila and conditioner. Sure, let me get a manager in the key, and if we could have a background <laughs> check on aisle four. Harder to buy fucking conditioner than it is a handgun. Yes, mm. it is. No, yeah. Because <laughs> handguns are not even behind lock and key. Yeah. More barriers. Like, There's more I, barriers to, <laughs> to get your hair done. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of liquor, you know? Then there is for guns in this mm-hmm. country. Because that's how it is, like, to get the colored people liquor, like Hennessy yeah. and do say it's behind. Oh, did you watch the Jesus and Mero where they, tr- they went to the barbecue place mm-hmm. with Seth Meyers in New York uh-uh. in the Bronx that had, like, all of these... It's so, you know like pina coladas, but it was it'd be like mixed with like Hennessy or hypnot. I was like, damn, I haven't drank any of these liquors in like fifteen years. I'm like hypnotic. Yeah. Do you guys remember hypnotic? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was like hypnotic swirl. Like one of them was like you know. I used to drink swirled with blue. Incredible like, Hulk. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Incredible Hulks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I've never. I don't think I've ever had Hennessy. I'm like, yeah, you are too young to have been. I'm like, you probably haven't had Corvassier either. Yeah. Like, don't think 22 year old me yeah. was a drinker Corvassier like yeah. I was in a fucking Buster Rhymes music yeah. video. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Pass the Corvassier. That brown liquor will get you. I saw a video the other day of a, a white girl trying Hennessy for the first time, and it brought me a lot of joy. I'll send it to you if I find it. The sound she made. 
It's like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a reason I don't drink that shit anymore. Yeah. This is the reason no one raps about it either. Yeah. Because <laughs> you they gotta, got too you, much money. You got to get the finer cognac, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because if you get like E and J, oh, that's brandy though, but it's the same thing. Same. Say, it's just cognac, it's just made in France. That's Heartburn, all it is. Just thinking about mm-hmm. it. Right? <sighs> yeah. Stupid young me. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, thanks, Buster Rhymes and Diddy. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's why they, their liquors are like vodka. Right. They know, they're <laughs> they adults. Know. Yeah, they know. They're not drinking that shit anymore. Like, we can't do that. Yeah. Like, what is hypnotic even made out? <laughs> sugar, <laughs> like sugar right. and fucking brown liquor. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. How do they get it to be that color? Yeah, I was like, like isn't it like mm-hmm. blue? Yeah, <laughs> it's blue. It's there's like a green. Blue. What was the green one? I feel like there's another. There's a green one that came out too. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it, but yeah. <laughs> like a <laughs> Dew one. <laughs> All right. It's time for the meandering questions. Yeah. Okay. Tough hard hit. Are you ready oh, for gosh. These? I hope so. We've lightened the mood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who is someone who inspires you? Oh, my son. He is just he becoming seems pretty cool. such a, an amazing person. And I like. And his own person that I cannot take responsibility for <laughs> as much as people will be like, that's How old is because he now? of you. He's 13. So uh, what grade is he going into? Eighth. Ooh, it's and a big year. Yeah. And he, I mean, I had a terrible Especially coming seventh into grade like year, but he like who you are. seventh grade. Yeah. That's interesting. He's mm. a good guy. Good guy. Cool kid nice. at school, probably. A solid guy, yes. What um, high school is he going to go to? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right now, he's. I send him in Truckee to an, another school because I'm too afraid of Washington County. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. Uh, but it's really cool because I do a lot of... It's basically a critical race theory school. So it's like, you know, if your kids were allowed to learn history, but like dive deep into it in its entirety and then also go backpacking and stuff so mm. we're able to do that that's right why now, it's so which, cool yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah there's no fights it's this weird thing where it's like kidtopia nice. like the kids are just kids could be kids and learn about well yeah and like certain things like they have to do their own um like a self-report with their report cards you know so it'll be like the kid will write in math, like Oliver is blah 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 blah, and then the teacher's actual one is below. Like they don't they don't get to see the teachers mm. first, but then they get to see both of them. So you get to see like what your kid thinks of themselves in that class, and mm. then what the teacher actually thinks. There's a lot of self reflection. Mm. It's like it's a beautiful thing. So nice. watching him like be able to learn in that way um, has really self reflection is so important, right. especially at middle. That's what I loved about middle school. Just asking them like, have you actually taken the time to think about and process yeah. what is going on in your life right now. Yeah. And they they're don't. so they they're so hard on themselves. That's what I noticed. Like you'd be like, Oliver could do a lot better job paying attention instead of meandering and always trying to think about the hardest <laughs> question to ask like oh, We've wow, all okay. forgotten yes. how terrible it is to be that age and nothing reminds you that the how critical you are is when you ask them to self-evaluate because they're so yeah. negative. <laughs> yes, it's so true. You're like, bro, I've never noticed that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, just, I've never thought that about you ever. Yeah. That's funny that you think that about you because that's... <laughs> it's not at all. That's not true, man. You need to get out of your head. <laughs> yeah. I know it's... I know you're like 15. <laughs> they're in there. They're in God. there. What happens when they get to high school? Then they're just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like eighth grade's mm-hmm. like a little bit, mm-hmm. but then that freshman year, yeah. whew, the wheels fall off. <laughs> 
<laughs> he made this epic, and at first we were like, okay, Oliver, whatever, but he made this, like, five-hour hip-hop playlist, and now, and it was, like, a year ago, but now, like, all of my friends are like, you know what I've been listening to a lot in the car? What's just easy to just throw on? And it's always good. Oliver's hip-hop playlist. I'm like, dude, me too. I, like, try not to tell him how much I listen to it, because, like, <laughs> it's actually him. fire. Go like, it's that. so good. <laughs> but, yeah, like, we're all listening to his... Very well curated. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, so we we bond doing like we'll do shared playlists with each other and stuff. He's a big music hip hop. We should have him on the radio show. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Get a he youngin's perspective it. on mm-hmm. this. Yeah. All right. Next question, Caesar. Next question. Biggest misconception people have about how our government works. Oh, that um, you vote and then they do the thing. (laughs) (laughs) They do what they said. Yeah. You vote and then that's it. And then everything will work if your person Mm, wins. That's a good point. That's not how it works. I saw someone recently was like, oh, no, it was AOC. Never mind. Yesterday. Voting is the bare minimum. Yes. Voting is just the start. And Uh, uh, I think that's what people are learning. Yeah. And protests are like the second bare minimum. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch these guys. Keep them accountable. Yeah, and uh, you know, look at um, how they vote. Like, look at how they vote. Yeah, like, that was something. I, like teaching government this year, I was like, "This is the website. You go to this website. Like, we you know, show up all the time. These are the bills that they they were introduced this week. Yeah, and these are the bills they're voting on. And you look and you see through the people you voted for. So here's like our representatives from Nevada. And this is how they're voting on these bills. This yeah. is what you know. We've like. You gotta pay. Like, yes, this is gonna take some time, but you gotta pay attention to like what these, because most people have no idea how their how their representatives are. They don't know the bills that are being. I'm like, this bill's like I forgot which one it was, but I was like, this bill. Like, I read the bill. They're like, oh my god. I'm like, yeah. And then look and see how they. It might have been Ukraine aid or something. But I'm like, look and see how they voted on this and who voted no. Like, look and see who's voting against these things that help people. Because they can say anything in the speech. Mm-hmm. Like, right. don't the, those speeches are not. First of all, they didn't write them. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they the person who did write wrote write them wrote them for the audience they are being given to specifically to make you vote for them. And it's not how that person thinks or feels. Um, you can tell what it is, and that's very rare. Like, would you have a you know a politician that's doing that? But yeah, they're uh, the voting. <laughs> they they could have voted, for instance. The gas mileage thing, a big right wing um, top talking point is like, do you miss Trump yet? Do you miss Trump yet? No. 216 Republicans voted against a price gouging for gas bill. That is a fact. That is what happened. That is what happened. They voted not to not to put things don't magically happen. It has nothing to do with the president cannot do anything alone Mm -hmm. at all. And your state and local governments need to hear from you. They don't know. They don't live a regular person, a layman's <laughs> experience, like we said before. Like, they just don't understand. They're separated like, from you. Yeah, you have to tell them about application fees with rent. Like, they don't know until, like, some of them have kids and they're like, did you know that application fees are, like, $75? And just then they just keep it. You're like, yes, I did, Senator. That is bad, right? Like that, it's really like that. So when um, <laughs> when you put out when we put out these calls, like please call in. Um, I know a lot of people are worried about you know, 
Oh, I don't know anything. I'm not an expert. You're absolutely an expert. If you on the life, closest on life. To, to the problem is the closest your, to what the you solution. Deal with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you are impacted by this thing, you are now the expert. We need to hear from you. They have to hear from you. All right. Next question. Who's the last artist you listened to, musician wise? Oh, Sade on the way. Ooh. Yeah. Get I'm playing some Sade next week on the radio show. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I was listening to. Um, was it on Oliver's list? It wasn't on Oliver's mm. list. I've just been going through a Sade phase the last couple of. Actually, I took some mushrooms the other day. <laughs> and just. Actually, not some. I took a whole mushroom, and I'm old now. So, like, I was like, this is kind of like microdosing just a little more now that I'm, like, laying on my bed with the Twinkie lights on, just blasting Sade, singing. It was great. So now I've just been kind of listening to mm-hmm. it. Some <laughs> self-care. Yes. Yeah. That's Plants like, are medicine, That folks. sounds really fun. It was really mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> <laughs> next, next question. Favorite TV show right now? Um... Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't really. I guess the last thing I watched. Oh, there's a new Iron Chef. Mm. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So Iron Chef has been watching. Let's see. What's the best part about having a community garden? Oh, wow. The kiddos. Just understanding how things work. Or even just, I like watching, like, my friend Nathaniel's up here um, from Vegas. And he held a goose for the first time yesterday. Um, he's a black man and I just love watching us like get back to our roots literally (laughs) and, and figuratively just, you know, I like seeing people get back to nature and like have this light. There's a lightness about gardening and what it does to people and people coming in like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, you'll figure it out because we're human beings. This is like one of the only things we're programmed to do. <laughs> we the, can do this and we can Put the dirt in the thing, stuff. put the seeds in the thing, yeah. water them. It's the mm-hmm. only thing that it makes us different than anything else is that we are only here to be able to like grow food and make stuff. Yeah. That's all mm. we should be doing without capitalism. <laughs> yeah. We should have, yeah. We last year we had like we had my nieces and nephews and my friends' kids over and like helped help them plant all and like they they you know they love that yeah they, they love it and like here here you go and like you know they they can see the flowers grow and like it's so important yeah like, at that especially when they're young like to understand that yeah just to see how this shit works mm-hmm. put in their hands in the dirt like yeah. oh we had some leftover dirt. potatoes i didn't know about and like my little neighbors that live in the seagull suites came over and i was like oh there's some potatoes in here and, like, ah! and then they're like fighting over it of course because they're siblings but like you know fighting i was not excited too though when i grew- when i dug up the potatoes and i'm gonna be that excited i mean i can remember year. as a little kid you know like in the fall, seeing how big, like, uh, like how big are the squash getting? How big are the yeah. pumpkins getting? Like, 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 let's not harvest them yet. But I want to see how big it gets. Yeah. You know, like that was like the thing. You know, after working and watering them all summer, and then seeing like at the end of the, you know, yeah, people joke about, oh, look, I spent all this money for a salsa. Yeah, but it's also the process, and you did grow that food yourself. Yeah, and you cooled, you know, you cooled down your neighborhood and your house. Like, once my stuff is really going off, like, it is noticeably more comfortable temperature-wise in the backyard. Yeah. Mm. All right, next question. As a parent, 
How are you preparing your child to be an agent of change? Um, oh, I'm loading him up on that propaganda. He's reading all <laughs> the things. Yeah. Um, he's reading every communist manifesto. <laughs> every revolutionary theory. Well-versed in the Haitian revolution already, I will say. It's a favorite topic of his. Yeah, nice. we're reading books. Mm-hmm. But we're experiencing joy. Like, I really am trying to... I've, have to sometimes force him. He's a real deep kid to go on a bike ride. Like go, like get off, stop watching John Oliver, <laughs> and watch some fucking Bob's Burgers, uh. please. Something <laughs> else. He's obsessed with John Oliver. Oh it's, man! But also, like telling you know, explaining how some of those things, like those people aren't. That's not the news. Right. That is entertainment. Mm. And though he has valid points and hot takes, there. Real people like you and me who are affected by some of these things. And this these are jokes and this is entertainment and he this is a part of the issue. The learning process. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. So kind of trying to And he's like shocking people into Yeah. <laughs> acknowledging these problems. Right. Where I'm like, Oliver, you probably know more about like yeah. this subject. You're not than the target audience. Yes, yeah. Because also he's getting stuff written by other people. Yes. For that. Also that. He has a squad. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that's, that's it. it. You made it. That's the meandering question. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's see. What do we have next? What's grinding your gears? What's Sean? grinding my gears? All right. We've kind of touched on this. But what grinds my gears is that like, and like, it's not necessarily their fault, but like people getting all upset about these things that go on in the world, but not. Like you said, educating themselves on actually how the, it works and how to make an actual difference, yes. and they don't, you know, they they don't understand how the legislative process works, or they don't understand, you know, that you have a congressperson that is voting on these things and could do more to help these problems if maybe you called them or wrote them or was were more active. So that's the thing that I, I everyone's mad, and I like I get. Just, I get the frustration, but like, you got to fucking put some effort in and educate yourself, and you're it's going to require more of you, not like, just yelling. Yeah, like all the to solve these problems is going to require more of you, and like the people who really make me mad are like the people who are like both siders that like everything's equally bad. You know, like it's such a yeah. fucking that's such a entry level position of looking at things, and you're doing more harm than good with your both siderism. Everyone's to blame. Bullshit. Like. No, this, the, there's way more nuance to this, and you you just gotta better yourself. And like, I just can't stand the people who are like that. And avoiding the talks, I think like a lot of the way that we got here was like you didn't want to ruin Christmas, so you just didn't bring it up, or like you didn't want to ruin your best. I mean, in white families. I'm assuming this is how white oh, families yes. work. This is yes, white women. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-three percent of you, you yes, yeah. and I don't want to hear another word from a white woman until they stop saying, "Cheryl, I know she's a Republican and an anti-vaxxer, and she thinks that racism isn't real, but our kids just like playing together, and we have so much fun when we play tennis." No, fuck Sharon. You need to sit down and talk to her until yes. she understands what's going on, and if you need help. Read a book and then talk to her again. Or your husband. Who's yes. Like or your a, husband. A yeah. Asshole. 
Stop, yeah, going so to voting with your husband. It's like, yeah, yeah. You guys got to get your hands dirty. Yeah, that's the thing, having those tough conversations. I think that, like, minorities have been having those tough conversations the last couple of years and forever. Or just forever. Forever. Yeah. But for some reason, it's like, heaven forbid, we don't do the 4th of July this weekend. <laughs> well, and, like, the other thing I think people need to realize is, like, these issues with women's rights are not, like, they're problems caused by men. Yes. So, like... Ultimately, for them to be fixed, men's behavior, like, it's not on women. (laughs) Like, men's behavior must be changed. The way men look at women, the way men view, like, like their counterpart in this world (laughs) as something other than an equal has to be the thing to change. It's just like with racism. Like, people of color did invent racism. People of color aren't perpetuating racism. And we can't fix it. And we can't fix it. Like and that's, I mean, it comes down to like, that's why, that's why we're seeing all these laws. Like we're basically all we're asking is like some of these white people to change. Please and do something. They don't want to. Like they're, they've looked at it, they've thought about it, and they're like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah. And that's basically what it boils down to. Like the people who who are suffering from these issues aren't the like aren't the ones that can solve them. No. No. And until people start realizing that, like, nothing's really going to change. And it's, you know, and it's all men. Like, I want all men to be really honest with themselves. And I want you to go back in your life of all the times you were like, I just, condoms aren't as comfortable, babe. Or would you mind taking a plan B? I had a lot of fun last night, but... <laughs> and then never talking to them again or when you cheat on your wife and then it's the other girl's fault or all of those things all of y'all do that like have an honest conversation with well, your like, dick about the posted, things you've done together someone posted it was like <laughs> just think of like how now the whole conversation about that has a whole new meaning yeah. for so many women throughout the country based off of where they live and that like they, yeah that conversation Hits, hits a lot different yeah. today than it did last week. Yeah. How does the condom feel now? <laughs> Is it fine now? Or just like, <laughs> Jeff, again, <laughs> so to Jeff, the saltiest motherfucker on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff from uh, last thing to, last, or Glass Die was like, man, go schedule your vasectomies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solve this problem. Yeah. We don't really, I don't know. I'm really glad that I have my child, but I'm good on extra children <laughs> also, so... No sex like, without vasectomies for me. And if anyone's wondering, it is, <laughs> like and it's like, part of the application. Yes. Well, yeah, just like or go talk to a woman who's actually had an abortion before you, you know, make your your uh, judgment on this. You know, people just—it's such a crazy stance to me that like you think it's mur- you know like it, the science isn't on your side. No, and it's so easy. It's reversible, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like in an office, or you don't need to do It's an outpatient crazy. thing. Yeah. I'll give you some pills. You'll feel really good. You leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Yeah. Ice them up for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was what grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Shout outs and call outs. Remember, if you have a question or comment give us a call 775-800-9153 again that number is 775-800-9153 give us a you know leave a comment a question 
or a song request. Yeah, talk some shit. Yeah. Whatever you want. Follow yeah. your heart. And then Caesar. Shout out to Salty Brad today. He uh, messaged me back and he's like, You guys are playing Logic on the radio? He's like, I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, so then, I, you know what's so funny, Brad? When I picked that song, I thought of you. Yeah. Brad hates fucking Logic. He does. I know. I was neutral about yeah. Logic. And then uh, Brad and I went to LA to go see Wu Tang. Like we like he had a whole like one night he just like was playing Logic songs where he like copies like p- other people's mm-hmm. verses. And I was like, damn. So yeah, that was like the first time I've ever played Logic on the radio, Brad. So I play it more. because yeah. you know my brothers. Caesar always fan. plays it and shouts out his brother. So that's mm-hmm. funny that you uh, got <laughs> upset about that because that's literally the first time I've ever picked yeah. a Logic song. So yeah, salty Brad. <laughs> it's funny though. Being the saltiness that he is. And then uh, events, make sure you check out. Yeah, uh, Dancing on the Streets, the Midtown Art Walk, July 7th. It's a Thursday, I believe. And yeah, so I guess that's the theme, Dancing in the Streets. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, our fuckboy of the week mm-hmm. this week is he's a repeat winner. Mm-hmm. He, he might be going for his third time. <laughs> I think this is his third or fourth time. Uh, it's Joy Gilbert for Yay! refusing to concede. He lost his election mm-hmm. and he's refusing to concede. Um, he made the, the statement he said didn't even make sense. It was so fucking ridiculous because he probably made it himself. It was like about <laughs> yeah, like anyone who runs on run, anyone who runs on fighting for fair, equal and fair elections has to like say something when there could have been you know inconsistencies in voting. And we're like, bro, like you are a Republican. You were he was trying to claim that's invalid because it's a closed primary and not everyone. I'm like, this is the rules. This is how it's been here in Nevada. Like, this is how it is. You can't yeah. because you lost. You, what you think? Like all these Democrats and other people who aren't Republicans were going to vote for you? Right. Yeah. Actually, they were because they think you're going to lose. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Congratulations! He's our first, fourth time winner of Fuckboy of the Week. He's a he's a month. He's got a whole month of Fuckboy, <laughs> Fuckboy esque yes. things that he does. <laughs> yeah, so don't go to anything that you know he owns. Clarence Thomas was close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we'll yeah. be able to talk about him later. <laughs> and his sad fucking childhood that uh, turned him into what he is. Mm. Herschel Walker too. There's a lot of there's a lot of Fuckboys. <laughs> Whatever. Like Oprah had a hard childhood. Exactly. She's not a menace to society. That's what I mean. She gives away cards. She's a woman. Like, like, yeah, all right. Sorry. You know, that's, that's, she's a black woman. She had it hard already. Yeah, like, right off the get. <laughs> oh, you were born. Sorry. Yeah, no one's yeah. making excuses for. They're just like, this is the way it is. You got to deal with it. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. yeah, she she conquered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like you never see these like, you know, you never see colored kids shoot up the school for people bullying them for stuff. I'm always mm-hmm. saying, like, that's the way I think. I'm like, I'm so mad. I'm going to be the first black woman mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, catch me in the DMV is when I extra. I'm like, I, or I'm in court. Like, I'm going to be the first one. I know it. We're all mm-hmm. just holding our trigger fingers mm-hmm. and are responsible with trigger mm-hmm. discipline. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't have an excuse. You just have to control our rage. It's like, it's yes. like, it's like that James Baldwin quote. Oh, it's just, yes. it always, I remember reading that as like, you know, like a college student. Like, oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's that what is. this is. Yeah. All right. I'm an adult now. I understand. Yeah. Thank you, James Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. For explaining this feeling I could never describe. Yeah. Well, well, before we go, we have one last question for you, Lily. Yeah. We've talked about how angry people are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they need to do right now, and what do they need to do going forward? 
read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking mm. book. Uh, have you heard that song? Yes. <laughs> yeah, read a that. book, read it. Yeah. Use some soap. Use some soap. <laughs> yes, yes. Wear deodorant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, read some books. Um, and donate to Wild West Fund. Follow some pages that try to keep people informed. I personally love Reno Hearts You on Instagram. Yeah. Get, get, Get tracking your legislators. Um, see what what's on the um, on the ballot coming up in November. Get familiar with the legislative website. Follow plan. Be confrontational with these people. Don't let don't the- let people get away with stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stop letting start. It starts at home. Everyone. <laughs> it starts at home. You don't let us get away with shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't do yeah, like act it, like act like you saw a black person with money and yeah. police people. <laughs> yes. Or like, you know <laughs> or, or a, an horse. illegal cookout in a neighborhood yes. park or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, there's no open flames allowed here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting hot. Freeze some water bottles, hand them out to people. There's lots of people that are very would be really you know, happy to have cold water mm-hmm. um that we are disenfranchising. There's like nowhere to sleep. Other than the super dangerous internment camp that we built for fifty million dollars. When I started drove, I mean, <laughs> I've seen it before. But when I drove by the other day, having no. not seen it in a while, and forgetting that it was there, I was like, "Oh, that looks like an internment camp." That's yeah. just what yes. came to mind. It's like Zombie Land. It looked mm-hmm. like an internment camp. Yeah, I mean, that's there's if, people. Mm-hmm. If that's the mood. I mean, like yeah. if, if they were going for that, congrats, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. concrete. All, you just see concrete and ceiling fences. Mm-hmm. Like, and the barbed wire is on the inside, <laughs> not the outside. Um, yeah, follow some mutual aid groups. Like, get involved. Reno Burrito Project, mm-hmm. Family Soup Mutual Aid, um, Reno Soup for the Soul, Reno Food Systems could use some um, awesome volunteers. They feed our community, they feed the Women and Children's Center, also a lot of um, elderly folks in our community. Grow something, start something, talk shit, read something. There we go. Be a part of it. Lily, thank you for joining us on especially such short notice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Under such extraordinary times. <laughs> no problem. Mm-hmm. Make sure pleasure. you You guys tune in every week from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K-Week where you can hear nothing but the best in all things hip-hop from Caesar and I. Mm-hmm. And sometimes guest DJs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, subscribe to the podcast. Comment, Check us out on Twitter. On YouTube, all the things. So, until next week, uh, respect each other and stay hydrated so you get hot. Exactly. Protect your necks with sunscreen and otherwise. Peace. Salute.